Hi, wrestling fam. I know that the title of this episode is probably controversial for some of you, so thank you for being here. Uh, my name is M. Led, and you're listening to the Wrestling with Life podcast. And before we even get into any of the content today, I just want to give you a little disclaimer. What I'm going to talk about today is not going to be shitting on men. It's not going to be an all men suck episode. It's not going to be a big fat fuck you to all the men out there. I'm not here to drag men through the mud. What I am here to do, though, is to be really real and really honest about the reality of our freaking world, which is a patriarchal, misogynistic shit show. I'm going to do my best to deliver this respectfully and with class and with education and my own life experiences and to reach a bunch of different audiences and different people in different walks of life without necessarily trying to offend anyone but you guys know how it is like you know how I am I'm gonna call it how it is and how I see it and I'm gonna say the things that a lot of people are scared to say and scared to do because of the good girl conditioning that we all have that we've all been taught since we were little girls and the one thing that I want to say before we get into all of this is give yourself grace A lot of us are doing our best to survive and get through this world. A lot of the ways that we behave and think and function day to day is based off of literally how we were raised. And some of that is out of our control. And until you really have an honest conversation with yourself and check in and realize that you probably have some internalized misogyny programmed in your own mind, I'm talking to women and men alike until you can really be honest with yourself and realize that you have to give yourself grace, right? And, and understand that this is all a learning curve. Today, you guys, I'm going to talk to you about patriarchy and misogyny and toxic masculinity, and how women really have a shit deal in the world today. I'm going to talk about what this looks like in our world, what women experience on a day to day basis. I'm going to talk to my men about how to be an ally to women, how to deprogram toxic masculinity, patriarchy, misogyny that you have in your own mind. And then women, I'm going to talk to you about how to deprogram your own good girl conditioning, how to deprogram that same misogyny from your own mind that you might not even know is there. And I'll just be the first to say right now, I had a lot of this programmed in my mind that I didn't even realize was there. And I'm going to talk about how we can work towards building a better, more inclusive and equal world. Do I really think that one little episode of this is going to change the entire world? No. But the charge that I'm going to leave you with today and the charge that I truly believe in is that if we stay silent, if we don't speak up and call a spade a spade and be honest about the shitty ass behavior that we see in life, And the unjust things that are happening and the ways that women are being put down and their lights are being dimmed and they're being forced into a pretty little box to keep them exactly how the world wants them in order to continue functioning the way it is. And I'm going to call that out. And if I if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be doing my part. If you hear anything that I say today, hear this. If you don't speak up when you see toxic masculinity going down, patriarchy going down, misogyny going down, any sort of behavior towards women, against women, behind closed doors that is dragging women through the mud or painting women out to be the enemy or whatever, and you don't say anything, you don't stand up for yourself or others, you are part of the problem. 
So let's get freaking into it, you guys. Let me start off with some definitions because patriarchy, misogyny, toxic masculinity, these are words that you hear thrown around a lot in feminist culture, but do we actually know what they mean? I don't know. I'm going to give them to you just in case. So patriarchy is a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. So looking at the United States of America, obviously in recent years, we have seen the patriarchy take some major hits as women are stepping up into leadership positions and being given more opportunity. But if you think that the playing field is actually equal, you're very, very wrong because we are still undoing hundreds and thousands of years of women being property, of women being objects, women being the good girl wife and mother that stays home and does the cooking and cleaning and cares for the children and was forced into that role for so long. We are still working on undoing that as being the norm in our culture. There's definitely progress being made, but let's be honest, you guys, like when the world is a certain way for so long, it takes a really long time to undo that. So that's patriarchy. That's the world that we live in today. So men hold the power. We've never had a female president, right? We've always had male presidents. Men are typically in leadership positions. Men are seen to be the head of the household, the leader. Women have been planted as sidekicks in men's lives for so long. Misogyny is the dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women. So it's really the belief in some regard, that men are just better than women, that they're stronger, that they're smarter, that they're more valuable, that they're better leaders. It's this bias towards men. And it's this belief that women are in some way less, whether that's intellectually, emotionally, physically, etc. And then toxic masculinity is the stereotypes of what a man should be. So the belief that men are tough, that men don't cry, that they just can't control their sexual urges, and that men are always the head of the household. So it's forcing men to be in this very stoic, unfeeling type of role where basically we treat or look at men as if they don't have feelings and they don't have emotions and they can never show weakness or vulnerability. And that belief and that model has been ingrained into our men and men I really feel for you here like you have been put into a world where you are expected to not be honest with yourself or others about what's really going on in your heart and your head and I hate that for you I think that is it's really really sad that that has been stripped from you and I can't imagine the damage that that causes men I mean I've seen the damage play out in in men's lives who I know and it really, really fucks with you. So men, I'm sorry that you have had that forced upon you. And that's part of the reason why we are where we are. But as a woman, I feel even more for my women because of the shit that we experience day to freaking day. Let me give you some examples of what women go through on a day-to-day basis that makes us feel so unsafe and so unequal in this world. We are constantly treated as if we are objects or property or sidekicks or that we're too emotional or that we're just not as good as men in some capacity that, you know, men are just smarter, stronger, better. If you do any of these behaviors, there's a really good chance that you are a misogynistic asshole or that you just have misogyny programmed somewhere deep within your mind and maybe you don't even realize it. So 
Here's the first example. If you judge women's sexual behavior differently from men's, mm, yep, that's that's the programming right there, baby. I got to raise my hand on this one because in the past, I believed this because that's what society conditions us to believe, right? No one's talking about the man who's sleeping around at the workplace, but everyone's talking about the female who's sleeping around the workplace. That's always the talk of the town, right? And we're always quick to turn our nose up at a woman who has a high body count, whereas it's normal for men. Double standard, baby. Another example could be if you're disgusted by female body hair. It's become so normal in the past hundred years or so, and the beauty industry has profited a shit ton off of selling shaving creams and razors and lotions and all these things to make skin smooth and soft and hairless. Isn't it crazy when you think about how that was literally just like a money scheme that was invented, that was a beauty standard that was decided? Women's body hair is so natural. It's there for a reason. It's there for your own hygiene and something that patriarchy has created in my own mind. Like I literally shave my legs and my armpits. Like I'm still bought into it. And at this point, I don't even know if I could go back because it's like what I've built my, I don't know, my comfort and my beauty standard for myself upon. But if you if you see female body hair and you're like repulsed, yeah, you have some of that in your own mind. That's something that I still have in my own mind. If you genuinely believe that women are too emotional to be good leaders or that, you know, women just aren't good at science or sports, like who would watch women's sports? Like how uninteresting. Or you think that like a woman's main purpose is to be a mother Oh, hearing all of these just make my skin freaking crawl. If you believe any of that, yeah, you have some misogyny programmed in your mind. Guys, I am an athlete. I grew up running track and playing soccer, and I still currently play in a co-ed soccer league. And a couple weeks ago, we were playing against a team who one of the guys on their defense, I play offense, I, so I was up against him a lot. He continued to make sexist comments to me the entire game of, wow, like you're pretty fast for a girl. And like, oh, wow, like you're not too bad for a girl. Like, wow, that was actually pretty good. And he was belittling me and he was making me feel less and making me feel like because I was a woman, he was surprised that I could match his physical level. And we can all be honest here. Yeah, men are physically superior. Men tend to be stronger, bigger, taller, more muscle mass. Like we all know this, right? But that doesn't take away from women's capability of being able to play sports. Comments like that immediately make women feel less. They immediately make women feel unsafe and mocked. And like the things that they enjoy don't matter because, oh, they're not as good as men. So if you've ever been someone who says things like, oh, pretty good for a girl or, oh, you know, like, I'm surprised you're like this because you're a girl. That's misogynistic. Hate to call you out. Actually, love to call you out, but it's true. If you're someone who has mocked someone else because they've lost to a girl, there's another example. Saying things like, that's a woman's job, or she was just asking for it. Look at what she was wearing. Woof whistling at women, criticizing women's bodies. Dude, the list goes on and on and on and on. I could sit here forever and give you so many examples of things that women go through on a day to day basis that just shows you how freaking shitty our world is. I can't tell you the number of times that I've been catcalled, that my friends have been catcalled. I honestly don't think I know a single woman who hasn't been catcalled on the street and made to feel incredibly unsafe. 
I don't know a single girl who hasn't gone to a nightclub and been groped in the crowd by a guy that was either sober or drunk out of his mind or just feeling entitled to their bodies and decided to put their hands on them. It is all too freaking common in the world we live in. And if you are still blaming women and what they're wearing and who they are and blaming men's shitty ass disgusting behavior on them, I'm just here to say you're part of the problem. If you do any of these things that I just listed, you are part of the problem. On a less extreme note, if you do not do any of these things, but you see these things happening, you observe them, you watch them happen, and you don't say anything, you are also part of the freaking problem. You guys, there have been times where men have said things to me or my friends or strangers or they're just conducting themselves in a way that's disgusting and I haven't said anything. And I hold so much regret and anger and frustration and I wish that I could go back to those moments and stand up to those people. I'm going to tell you a story right now of something that happened to me this summer because I think it really perfectly illustrates really gross, disgusting behavior that is so common that people don't normally stand up to because it's scary. So I was at my pool this summer. I went down. It was a gorgeous day, 85 degrees and sunny. Went to the pool with my favorite book that I was reading. It's called A Court of Thorns and Roses. If you've never read that series, check it out. But I was just ready to have a good day. It was a Saturday. The pool wasn't super crowded. There was a couple guys in the pool and then a few people in chairs around. I'd say like maybe 10 people. So I'm reading my book and the two men in the pool are drinking. They're definitely like tipsy or drunk. They've certainly been there for a couple hours before I even get there. And they are speaking incredibly, incredibly loudly. One of the first things I hear out of, we'll call him guy one. We'll, you know what? Let's give him a name. We'll call him Tony. The first thing that I hear out of Tony's mouth, and he's talking to his friend Brad, is on God, Brad, we're going to get you some pussy tonight, bro. On God, we're going to go out to the bars and we're going to get you some pussy. And of course, my ears perk up when I hear this. And I'm like, you're kidding me. Like this man is talking like this in a public place. And I look around the pool and it's pretty obvious that other people can hear him too, but no one's saying anything. Like they're just observing. This goes on for a few minutes and then I'm laying on my stomach reading my book. Like my ears are still kind of perked up, but like it's kind of in and out, but I can hear the gist of what this man is saying. Then I hear Tony shift his attention to me and I hear him start making comments about my ass loudly at the pool in front of everyone and my stomach drops and I freeze. And you want to know the worst part? You want to know the worst part of all of this is where my mind goes. And I know so many women listening can relate to this. Immediately, I'm like, it's my fault. Like, I shouldn't be here in a bikini. My butt shouldn't be out. If, if I wasn't doing this, he wouldn't be talking this way. I immediately blame myself. And that's just part of our good girl conditioning, isn't it? I'll get more into the good girl conditioning later. But that's just what women are taught. We're taught to blame ourselves. Look at our culture. That's what happens. Women are always blamed in these situations. So I'm immediately self-conscious. And then I hear Tony say to Brad, Brad, you're going you're gonna to go ask her out. You're going to go make a move on her. You're going to go try to get that pussy. And he's talking about me now. 
And I'm like shaking. I'm so mad. I'm so angry, but I'm also simultaneously like scared and frozen and embarrassed. And so I hear Brad approaching. I hear him getting out of the pool and I sit up because I feel incredibly uncomfortable. And I start to like put my shit together and I know he's coming over and Brad chickens out and he says, my friend, Tony thinks you're cute. Like he's interested in you. And I looked at him and I just like scoffed because I was just so mad and so red. But the worst part of it was, is like, I didn't have time to like, think about what I want to, what I wanted to say. I just kind of like scoffed and said, oh, I have a boyfriend. And he was like, oh really? And like, I see his face fall and he gets like upset. And what do I say back? And I'm so mad at myself for saying this, but I understand why I said it in hindsight. I say, appreciate you shooting your shot though. And I look back and I ask myself, why did I say that? And I realize because as women, we are taught to try to diffuse situations like this. Like rather than stick up for how we're really feeling and call men out for this shit, we're taught to please them and make them feel comfortable and happy because it keeps us safe. Because realistically, we don't know how that man's going to react. Like he's already established himself as a predator by the way that he's speaking and carrying himself, both Tony and Brad, because even though Brad wasn't saying these things, he was allowing Tony to. And so he was part of the problem. And as women, we are taught to just like go along with this, to not rock the boat, to try to make them comfortable so that we don't get hurt or that, you know, we don't quote unquote ask for it. And I'm so mad that I said that, but I understand why I did it. So then he goes back to the pool. I start packing my shit up and I am like fuming at this point. And I decide in my mind at this point that I'm not going to let this kind of behavior go. And I'm going to embarrass Tony and Brad the way that they just embarrassed me and make them feel called out and realize that they can't act like this anymore. So as I'm picking my shit up, I am about to leave and I walk past them and they're both staring at me. And I motioned at them to turn down their music so that they could hear me better. And I say loudly in front of the entire pool, just like they did about me. And I said, you need to check yourself. The way that you were speaking about women as a whole and about me is disgusting. And you really need to reevaluate yourself and ask yourself why you're such a piece of shit. When I tell you that I looked over and groups of people at the pool were watching me in shock, And mind you, none of them said a single thing. They all heard all of this go down and none of them said a single thing. But I was so freaking proud of myself for standing up for myself. And I looked over at Tony and his jaw was literally on the floor. All this man could say was, okay, that's all he could say. And then I left and I walked out of there like a badass bitch. And is that going to change how Tony and Brad act in their life? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not, because that shit is obviously so deeply ingrained within him if he thinks conducting himself and speaking in that way, especially in public for all to hear, is ever acceptable and okay. Will that change Tony and Brad? No, but it might make him think again the next time that he thinks that it's okay to do something like that. And not only them, but it might make everyone at the pool who was there and witnessed that think differently about standing up for themselves and others because there were men and women alike around that pool and literally not one single person came to my defense. You guys, in that situation, I felt like an object. I felt like a piece of meat. I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed. I felt like it was my fault. I felt unsafe. I didn't know these men. I didn't know how they were going to interact with me. 
And that's the thing, men, that I need you to realize is this kind of behavior, when you observe this behavior and you don't say anything and you don't protect women, you don't swoop in as an ally. And women, when we don't stick up for ourselves in these situations and we allow these things to be said about us or other women and we don't take a stand, we're just allowing the narrative to continue. So if you take anything away from what I just said today, just remember that even if you're not the person doing the behavior, if you're allowing the behavior to continue, you're part of the problem. Guys, I could go on so long about stories of me and other women who have experienced crazy ass horrible shit like this, but I don't have that much time. I want to end the episode by talking about how my men, how you can deprogram this misogyny from your mind and women, how you can deprogram the misogyny and good girl conditioning from your mind. So I want to start with the men. I really think it starts with having an honest conversation with yourself. Like, are you a part of the problem? All of those different things that I listed out earlier that describe misogynistic behavior. Do you yourself do any of those things? Do you think any of those things? And if not, have you been around them? Do you see these things happening? And do you fail to say anything? Do you fail to stand up in those situations? If you do, let's talk about how we can deprogram that from our minds. Have conversations with the women in your life about their experiences. Really understand how we are made to feel when we are treated this way. And ask women, ask what you can do to help them. Ask how you can be an ally. Give them a space to share and be open and to feel safe with you. That is a huge first step in really understanding why this is so bad and how you can actually start working on making change towards that. Also deprogramming it is call men out. If there's disgusting ass locker room talk happening behind closed doors, say something. Call men out. You don't have to pop off on them, but make them feel ashamed for the way that they're behaving. Tell them that the way that they're behaving is immature and gross and that you don't want to be associated with it. Set boundaries. You can tell other men in your life like, dude, if you continue to disrespect women in this way, if you continue to act like this, I don't want to be around you anymore. And then follow through with that. Why do you want to be around other people that genuinely believe that another human being is less than them, that dehumanizes women, that degrades women, that genuinely sees women as an object? Like, if you were a good and moral man, why the shit do you want to be around that? Sorry, but like, why do you want to be around that? I don't understand. Lastly, I would say lead by example. When you're calling people out on their behavior, it doesn't mean anything if you don't then embody that same behavior. Treat other people the way that you want to be treated. Treat women the way that you hope to be treated in this world. All right, last thing I need to do here is switch to my women. Girls, thank you for being here. I love you. I see you. I hear you. And I would love to hear about your experiences in this world because we got to stick together, women. We really do. And I just want you to know that my DMs are always open if you ever need anyone to talk to about horrible experiences that you've had. If you just need to vent, you can always send me a DM at wrestling with life pod girls. I'm here to tell you how we can deprogram this good girl conditioning and this toxic masculinity and misogyny from our own minds. Because unfortunately there are some women that I know that are so deeply ingrained in the good girl mentality that they don't even realize it. And let me explain what good girl mentality is. I really understood this concept from 
a feminist life coach that I follow on Instagram at love Robin Clark. Her name is Robin Clark. I actually reached out to her and asked her to be on my podcast and she saw the message, but she did not reply. RIP. So sad for me. Maybe when I get a little bit bigger, we can get Robin on the pod. Um, I really wanted to interview her on here because she has educated me so much on all of the things that I've talked about today. And anyways, let me get into the good girl conditioning. So this good girl conditioning that Robin talks about is basically the idea that as women, we have done what I talked about earlier, where we're like catering to the man, like keeping the man pleased and happy with us so that they don't retaliate at us physically or emotionally. So here are some signs that you might have good girl conditioning. You feel secure when people like you. Others' values and priorities shape you. Others' needs dictate your choices. Confrontation scares you and you avoid it. You feel guilty and scared saying no. You like being agreeable and pretty and sweet because it feels safer. People-pleasing is a big part of your life. You're afraid of saying or doing the wrong thing. You feel shame and fear talking about your anger. You say what you think people want to hear. You make disclaimers and giggle when you speak. Others have a higher priority in your life than you do, and being perfect motivates you. Ladies, I relate to so many of the things in this list, and I am still working to undo a lot of these things, okay? You are not alone. And have grace for yourself because this is how we were conditioned in the society that we live in, okay? We were taught to shut up and be pretty and to do what we're quote-unquote supposed to do and not rock the boat. Like even me making this podcast episode goes against everything that our culture has conditioned us to be and to think and to do. So have grace for yourself, but understand that everything that I just listed is you chameleoning and you shrinking yourself and you not being true to what you really want and think and believe and feel. And ultimately it dishonors you. And so we need to let go of that good girl conditioning. So how the frick do we do that? We don't even realize that this good girl conditioning continues to play into patriarchy and misogyny. It continues to allow that narrative to live on. You can't simultaneously be a good girl, pleasing and agreeable and non-threatening, and also be someone who calls out injustice and stands for equality and transforms the status quo. Like You can't be that unless you let go of this good girl conditioning. And the choice is yours. So who do you want to be? So this, this life coach, Robin Clark, she talks a lot about healthy anger. The first step that I would say is if you are not mad, if it does not genuinely piss you off the way that our world is, you need to get angry. And I'm not talking about hurting other people or throwing shit or smashing things, none of that. Like, no, what I am saying is get madder. Get more pissed off when people break your boundaries. Get more pissed off when men speak down to you. Get more pissed off when people in your circle aren't standing up for you or others. Get more pissed off when you are treated as less because of your biology. I have just been seeing red lately because I have continued to just see misogyny play out in my life and I can't be quiet about it anymore. I have to do my part to educate anyone that listens to this and anyone around me in my life about the reality of our world and do something because it's just not right. So get angry, ladies. Actually enforce your boundaries. Call people out 
on their shitty ass behavior. Refuse to be silent. Stop chameleoning. Realize that it is so much more important to be true to yourself and to actually live the way that you want to live than doing what you think you're supposed to do to fit into that good girl ideology. I would also say get support from like-minded women. There are a lot of women out there who are going to discourage you from speaking up and who are going to try to keep you from stepping out of good girl because they see it as a threat to their ability to stay in good girl. It's safe for them to continue being conditioned the way that they are, to behave the way that they are, because that means that they don't have to speak up. They don't have to show up. They don't have to do the hard work. They don't have to put themselves in vulnerable positions. They don't have to challenge the norm. They don't have to worry about other people's opinions about them. They don't have to worry about maybe being disliked by other people when they stay in good girl. And so you doing that, they're not going to like that. Other women are going to see that as a threat to themselves. So it is so important for you to surround yourself with women who are like-minded as you, who understand and, and see what you believe in as valid and want to help you continue to work towards the most authentic version of yourself. So find other women who will support you in that journey. Shift your loyalty to you. Nobody else is going to have your back the way that you do. Like at the end of the day, yeah, you have your family. Yeah, you have your friends. Yeah, you have people that love you. But at the end of the day, everyone is ultimately going to choose themselves. We are all selfish human beings. We're wired for survival. At the end of the day, everyone is going to choose themselves over someone else. So why are you living your life for other people? Why are you living in a way that keeps everyone else around you happy? It's because of your conditioning. It's not because that's actually what you want. And so shift your loyalty to you to get out of that mindset. I would also say support other women. If you are threatened by other women's success, if you see other women killing it, and that feels like a threat to you, that's the misogyny speaking. That's the programming speaking. That's it being revealed to you that you're not comfortable with other women shining because that's what society has taught us to be threatened by a confident, outspoken, bold woman. Instead of being jealous of her work, towards being more like her, admire her, see the women who are killing it around you and allow that to give you inspiration rather than to threaten you. And the very last thing that I have to, I have to say, and this is a huge reminder to myself, is allow yourself to have your emotions. I am so sick of the narrative that women are over emotional. I have spent so much time shaming myself for feeling how I feel in situations where people hurt my feelings or do things that upset me and cross my boundaries and I get so angry, I have historically told myself that I'm overreacting. I have shut down my own feelings and told myself that I'm being too much and I'm being over the top, that I need to like not be so reactionary and not so emotional. And that is the conditioning speaking. We are freaking human beings, ladies, and there is so much injustice happening in the world, and we have every single right to be angry. We have every single right to be pissed off, and I need you to get madder. I need you to get more angry about what is going on. You guys, I have so much rage in me, and women, I really hope that this helps you adopt some of that rage and empowers you to speak up for yourself and your girlfriends and set boundaries and say no and cut people out who talk down to you, who make you feel like you're less. 
And men, I hope that this really gave you some insight into what it is like to be a woman and you will think twice before you engage in shitty ass behavior or you allow it to continue again in life. Thank you so much for tuning back into another episode. I could rant all day, but I'm going to call it there before I work myself up too much. You guys, this is the Wrestling With Life podcast. You can give me a follow at Wrestling With Life pod. You can share this episode with someone who really needs to hear about the realities of our world and a true inside peek into what is actually going on in the lives of women. You can leave me a review any way that you want to support the podcast. I really appreciate it. Let's get out there. Let's RKO the shit out of life and keep wrestling with life and keep standing up for what you believe in. (laughs) 